Yes. Okay. We are high-fiving a ton here. Let me take that. You too. Here it is. I love high fives, and this is a special occasion for Wise Guy Fantasy Football with Anthony DeFulzio, yours truly, because now the Giants, the New York Giants, have finally won a motherfucking game. Hallelujah! It's like the Messiah's been born. We're all barrel of monkeys over here. I'm so excited. They beat the winless Houston Texans. Go fuck yourselves, Texans. Stay in Texas where you belong. Okay, that's my little two cents there. And we got a great show today because I'm going to talk a little bit about the Giants. What they did to uh, seize the victory this week um, I'm amongst recapping some of the week three games because there was a lot of stuff going on on there. So uh, without further ado, let me first, uh, I think before we start, we, before we get into Giants Corner, let me take a look and uh, read some uh, advertisements for our sponsors for the show, uh, which again are, are not validated, but I just want to maybe make sure that people start listening and we get some money for this because we could benefit from a little bit of a, a, a salary improvement on the show here. Jump into the action with this at Xbox One S Fortnite bundle. You also get 2,000 V-Bucks and the Eon Cosmetics set. And there's a nice picture of the Xbox One with Fortnite. You know, my son is in love with Fortnite like he was a fucking broad. Okay, I told him, I said, why don't you go on a date with a girl? He says, shut up, Dad, I'm playing fucking Fortnite like a fucking nuts. Neither here nor there. Uh, let me read the next dad. Grab your favorite Wookiee. For you Star Wars fans there, don't know how to pronounce that word because I'm not a nerd. Grab your favorite walkie and head to hyperspace. Pick up the 4K Ultra HD Steelbook of Solo, a Star Wars story. Hashtag only at Best Buy. Additionally, this Lego Han and Chewie were built in less than 12 parsecs. Don't know what unit of measurement that is. That sounds stupid. How fast will you pick up Solo? That's the same one. It was another Star Wars story. Essentially, uh, since we don't have ad copy for the show, I'm just on Best Buy's Twitter and just reading some of their tweets. And then maybe they say, oh, Anthony Fools, you got so many people listening to the show. Why don't we, uh, why don't we sponsor you guys a little bit? Okay. Now I'm going to tell you about one. It's a razor and it says, get the dirt on cordless. And then there's a link here, so actually you, you can't really you can't really see that one. And then there's one with, with pictures on there too. So um Best Buy, if you could do us a solid, it'd really be appreciated because most of your tweets are just small sentences with pictures. Okay, and I can't do much with that. Like, did you hear Amazon just announced the new Fire HD eight tablet? Very nice, but where can these people go? So I really need that sponsorship for you. Okay, and we could, uh, you guys could stop the recording here because I don't know what else to add. It's, it's all fucking pictures. You see this? I don't know. I'm scrolling. I'll leave the I'll leave the tab open like my son taught me. He says I, you know, this is something knowledge that could be passed on to you guys. I didn't know that you could keep equals and tabs. So you go on one website. And then you hit the plus button and you get another website. And now you've got two websites open at once. I thought every time you had to click on the red X. And, uh, you know, I was a little bit enlightened today. So this is not just football, as, as I've alluded to before. This is really a family podcast. Uh, it's got a little swearing in it, but that's okay. And, and you learn a little bit, uh, just like I do. And uh, shout out to my son and my daughter and my wife. Love you, Trey. 
Okay, love you very much. Hope you're listening to Daddy. And Daddy's going to make this a good one because the Giants won. So, uh, yeah, so I could keep multiple tabs open. So I'm just going to click back here. And I'm going to go to the page with the Giants game. So play. It's, this is time for the little Giants. The Giants section of this. I forget what it's called. Dubba, 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 Giants, Giants Corner. I'm really ecstatic. I really am. I know that's, that's something that gets said a lot. People are ecstatic when they get fucking frozen yogurt. But I'm I'm not I'm not dumb like that. I'm so excited because uh, really how the season started for the Giants. It looked like we were in for a losing season. I mean, you got, if you're a Giants fan, really if you're a football fan of any regard, you have to admit that that's kind of the, the path that we were going on. 0-2, same shit with the offensive line. You know, we got Saquon who could break off a 100-yard rush, okay? But Odell's not scoring touchdowns. You know, some guys are not, are not doing too well. And lo and behold, the Giants, like they've done in the past, they've really fucking surprised me. And they played a complete game. And I got to give a shout-out to uh, Coach Pat Sherman, who really coached a good game. He took care of a lot of the offensive plays. And they really did something spectacular uh, in, in winning in Houston, which is very hard to do. Uh, a couple of years ago, the Giants were 7-1 and one at home from McAdoo's first year. Remember that guy? And they, uh, home field advantage really goes uh, underrated sometimes. So for the Giants to go in, the Houston Texans were desperate too for a win because they were also on too. And the Giants go in and steal one at NRG Stadium, which if you say it fast, I'm just realizing... As, as I got explained to me, is Energy Stadium, NRG. It's where the Super Bowl was played. That's very clever of them. I, I have to go to that stadium sometime if the Giants ever play there again. Either way, they got the win on the road. Uh, it was a nice win because the schedule does get a little bit harder for the Giants. They got the Saints coming up next week, but that'll be in the week four preview. I don't want to say too much about that. But a couple of key things from the game that I really liked. I talked about Coach Sherman. He did very well. He got the game ball, but I would actually probably give the game ball to my favorite player on the field that time, and that is Chad Wheeler, the right tackle, who sat, uh, who started for Eric Motherfucker Flowers, who got benched. Lord Almighty, he oh, that was so. I I am so ecstatic because the Giants benched him because he was worse than a fucking wheelchair bound third grader out on the field. He was getting bodied, battled left and right, left and right. And I couldn't watch anymore. If you're a Giants fan, you're saying to yourself, Eric Flowers, get this guy the fuck off the field. It's just like any other position, okay? You got an electrician who keeps getting electrocuted. I just tell him to put his fucking fingers in the sockets every single time. So they yanked him. Chad Wheeler comes in. Yeah, he gave up three sacks to to uh, J.J. Watt. Big fucking whoop. J.J. Watt. It's J.J. fucking Watt. It's like the best defensive player in the league. You're going to criticize him for that, then you fucking still not, okay? He gave a couple of sacks, but for the most part, especially on that big run by Saquon to score a touchdown in the first quarter, he did a good block on there. So, Chad Wheeler, you get the game ball. Congratulations, little buddy. Okay, you're going to be my buddy on this show. I'm always going to remember you until you piss me off. And you don't want to do that, Mr. Wheeler. Don't do that, Chad. Don't fuck with that. Keep blocking on the right side of the line. And Eric Flowers, it was nice knowing you. Another bad Jerry Reese pick. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Okay. Going back to that Saquon run. Okay. A lot of chatter coming out after last week that, you know, Eli's not looking too good. 
He's throwing, you know, he's zipping balls in the air when he's not running for his fucking life. Everyone was saying, you know, they should have drafted a quarterback. They should have drafted Donald. They should have drafted Baker Mayfields, okay? And I think that Saquon uh, had a really spectacular game. So did Eli, of course. But I think Saquon reminded everybody why he was the number two overall pick in the draft. And I commend Saquon on that. He's not a bust. Everyone who thinks Saquon's a bust is a fucking stupid idiot. And uh, if you think the Giants should still, should still have drafted a quarterback, I disagree with you because Saquon looks good. And so does Eli when he finally has more than two and a half seconds behind the line, okay? He was doing good. And, uh, you know, if I, had, if I could cut the ball in half and give out two game balls, I'd give half of it to Eli Manning. But as I know about balls, they are inflated and filled with air. So if you cut them in half, they will be deflated. Ergo... No two game balls. I'm going to give the one to Chad Wheeler still. Okay, a couple other notes. Evan Ingram. Ugh. You know, every win with the Giants has a fucking asterisk on it, okay? Evan Ingram went down with an injury. He's day-to-day. We don't know what it is or when he's going to be back. So at least the Giants got Red Ellison in, okay? He was a former Viking, very good at pass blocking. And he got in and scored a touchdown for us. So I'm not too upset, but Evan Ingram, another first-round pick from the Jerry Reese era. Hope he's not a fucking bust, okay? I already got the gun on my mouth if we're missing a long period of time with Evan Ingram, okay? Also, a couple of problems on the offense is... Uh, I'm really curious, where are Odell's toe-dells, okay? Which is slang for touchdown by Odell Beckham. A toe-dell. I'm working on it. Odell Beckham, through three weeks, has a... I think he just got about 100 yards or so for every game. Just about, but uh, no touchdowns for Odell, Odell uh, Blokel. Uh, sorry, I'm screwing up the names tonight because my glasses are a little bit foggy. Odell Beckham hasn't scored a touchdown, and it it could be a problem in the future. But I think that because defenses are going to have to start keying up on the likes of Sherling Shepard and a couple of the guys on the offense, Saquon, of course, they can eventually throw to Odell, and he'll be fine. He'll catch the touchdowns. So if you listen to me and took him in your top five on your fantasy team, you're not going to be disappointed, okay? You just got to be a little bit more patient, have a little bit more coyons, a little bit more balls, and eventually Odell's going to score. In fact, let's lock it up for next week, guaranteed against the New Orleans Saints, who the Giants always play hard and always score a lot of points in. Odell Beckham's going to get his first Touchdown of the season. You could book that, mock that in right now. Okay? Mock that in. And it's it's gonna that's gonna be a bond burner. But again, that's a preview for next time. Okay. A couple of little extra things. That's what I want to say about the Giants. Again, I could go on and on and on, but this is a fantasy football podcast, so let's keep it fantasy related. One last thing, a couple more things about the Houston Texans while we're on the game. Okay, Deshaun Watson, not even close to being the guy that everyone thought he was gonna be. Okay, just fess up to it, sports journalists. Okay, just say that you jumped the gun with Deshaun Watson. Everyone's so fucking quick. Guy throws two touchdowns in a game and looks like lightning, and they're already calling him the next Peyton Manning. Okay, how about we pump the brakes? Because you haven't watched football as long as I have. Okay, you really haven't, and it's starting to piss me the fuck off that you're starting to act like you're experts when you've just been writing about it for 20 years, okay? Okay, what makes you an expert over me who hasn't written a thing? That's what I want you to think about, okay? Deshaun Watson does not look good. If you have him on your fantasy team, I'd drop him. He had garbage time points last week, okay? Garbage. That's what he is. He's garbage. Just like Lamar Miller. Lamar garbage. 
throwing that late touchdown pass, trying to think they're going to beat the Giants. Fuck you. I don't like that. That was rubbing it in. They didn't have to score there, okay? He'd take a seat, Lamar Miller, Deshaun Watson, okay? So drop those guys, all right? And now we're going to exit out of Giants, Giants land here, and we're going to go into recapping a couple of the week three games, a couple of players that I'd like to see, okay, I'd like to talk about, and uh, we're going to introduce a couple new segments at the end there, okay? Let's jump right into Saints and the Falcons. Okay, this game is about two quarterbacks. One I hate with all my fucking life. And the other guy, I bow down to you, Breezes Christ. Drew Brees pressed Brett Favre uh, for the all-time completions list. And wow, I learned something very interesting. Drew Brees has never won MVP in the NFL. And that's got to change. And that's got to change right now. Okay, he was never the NFL MVP. He's going to get the MVP poll this year. Maybe if the NFL answers my emails and some of my phone calls, they'll let me onto that panel that allows me to vote for the MVP every year. And he gets my vote. And if you're a betting if, if you're a betting gentleman, then I would place a bet on Drew Brees winning an MVP. I don't know what the odds are. That's for uh, friends of a different color. But uh, I would take Drew Brees. And he had a monster game. Of course, he came true in the end against the Falcons. They uh, they gave up a rushing touchdown to Drew Breeses, and it was a really exciting game if you're a Saints fan. A little bit alarming on the defense because uh, now you got to worry about how the Saints are actually going to play against teams that are actually very good, okay? And on the fantasy side of things, Drew Brees, of course, have him on your team. Alvin Kamara, have him on your team. Michael Thomas, have him on your team. Okay, the obvious ones. Mark Ingram's going to come back. He's going to back up Alvin Kamara. And he'll probably score a little touchdowns too. Okay, everybody on the Saints is worth owning. So pick them up right now. On the Falcons side of the ball, I got to give credit to the new guy, uh, Clinton Ridley. Okay, he looked very good on the field. Scored three touchdowns or something like that. Uh, and he he really made Matt Ryan look better than he really is. Because Matt Ryan, as we all know, is a complete fucking fraud. Okay, I still hate him. I know he had a lot of touchdowns, but guess what? He couldn't punch it in. He couldn't win the game at the end of the day, okay? And so fuck you for that. The Falcons are fucking losing. They're losing defensive players, dropping like flies. You can't trust a lot of Falcons, guys. Not even Julio Jones. He's in the same category as Odell Beckham. He hasn't caught a touchdown yet, so I would probably drop Julio Jones this week. Drop Matt Ryan like I said last week, okay? Don't even fuck around with them. Uh, they can't, they just can't finish. They couldn't do it in Philadelphia, and I'm going to hate them forever for that, okay? Next game we're going to talk about, uh, very briefly I want to mention uh, the Jacksonville and Tennessee game. And that's essentially to just pick up both of their kickers, because I guess they can't score on offense uh, either of those teams, okay? I've talked about notables and chotables in the past, and a lot of those players were on the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Tennessee Titans, Okay, so uh, I'm going to reference the Titans later later on in the podcast. But for now, just draft their kickers, okay? Draft them, draft them this week. Pick them up real quick. Josh Lambeau. That's a nice, that's a cool, nice name. I bet you he's Italian and you have my respect. Okay, I can't see my, if you're a Jaguars and a Titans fan, I mean, what else can I possibly say? It was a fucking kick fest, okay? I thought I was watching a fucking soccer game with a baseball squad to end it. Okay, that's it. Next one. Chiefs. Oh, I mispronounced it. Queefs. The Queefs and the 49ers. I can't keep making that mistake. 
the Kansas City Queefs and the San Francisco 49ers are naturally now without their franchise savior at quarterback. Okay, he went down with a really bad, uh, you know, knee injury, whatever it was. He had a Robert Griffin, the third type injury that took him out of the game. And I'm sure now all the Patriots fans and the Patriots organization are saying to themselves, hmm, maybe it wasn't so bad we traded him away because we still have Tom Brady. All right. So before you jump down their throats, everyone's assuming that Bill Belichick didn't know what he was doing in trading Jimmy Garoppolo, that knighting him as the next great quarterback, the next great Joe Montana. I'm saying pump the fucking brakes. Give me a break. Okay? He's injured now, and all that MVP hype, all that Joe Montana talk is going to have to wait at least another year. Okay? So back the fuck off. I'm talking to you, sports journalists, because you're pissing me off lately. Okay? Mahomes, on the other hand, he had a quarterback on that side of the ball. Of course, make sure you draft him. As I mentioned earlier this year, he was one of my sleepers. And look at him. He's the best quarterback in the NFL right now, okay? Score one for Anthony DeFulzio. If you ever doubted me, I would not doubt me. My homies keeps rolling, okay? And you want to start all their stars on offense, though. Uh, they're, they're fucking fantastic. Tyree kills. You got Cream Hunts. Cream Abdul-Jabbar you're also going to want to start, okay? He's a very famous one. He's doing very well for the Chiefs right now. And, uh... Mahomes gets the ball around. He spreads it around to everybody. And they score a lot of points. Um, so it's kind of like the Saints. You can bet on them putting a lot of fantasy points on your team every week. So get a Saint. Get a Queef. Okay. And that's the only time you'll hear a sentence with those two phrases in it. Only on this podcast. Wise Guy Fantasy Football starring Anthony DeFulzio. Okay. If you lost Jimmy Garoppolo, I got to turn in some fantasy advice. If you lost Jimmy Garoppolo, might I add uh, Jared Goff is available? Okay, he's quarterback in the Rams. He's available in the 100% of leagues. I'm making that statistic up because I'm not going to look that up and waste my time. Okay, but I'm sure he's available. Ryan Fitzmagic, perhaps, and we're going to get to him in a little bit. He's another available guy on the draft wire. Okay, but if you got Garoppolo, it's time to dump all the 49ers. Get them out of there. Move along. Okay, next game. We got the Packers and we got the Redskins, which I'm pissed to see them doing well because they're in our division. Okay, so naturally I'm a little, I'm a little pissed off. Okay, Adrian Peterson, he's 55 years old. He's my age, really, but he plays like he's 21. Okay, he just keeps scoring and scoring. And much respect to that. But take off the Redskins jersey, okay? You're breaking my fucking balls. Okay. And now I have to go to the Packers side of the field. And naturally I have to address uh, the Clay Matthews tackle. After he's now been flagged for roughing the passer three weeks in a row. And I just got to vent a little bit about this whole roughing the passer thing. On a new segment I like to call, I have a bone to pick. Okay. Roll the theme music. So I have a bone to pick, right? Who doesn't at this point? I've heard people on Twitter. I follow on the Twitter, okay? I got social media accounts. Again, follow me at Wise Guy Fantasy on Twitter and Instagrams. And people are not happy with this rule, okay? I watch the games. I watch these tackles. I don't know how a grown-ass man is supposed to tackle another grown-ass man to the ground and do it in a safe way. It's pushy shit, okay? It's pussy. When you're telling a guy not to put his full body weight on a guy, that's pussy shit. You want to be a pussy, you go play baseball, okay? Non-contact sport. You want to be a pussy, go play soccer, okay? Go get kicked in the shin and then cry for your fucking mama. When you're in football, 
a man's game, might I add, okay? A game that I'm very certain the Italians invented. You can quote me on that. You could look it up online. In a grown-ass man's game, you have to tackle the quarterback, okay? It's going to come to a point when out of the NFL, he's going to start throwing flags every time someone touches a helmet or something. And guess what? They did that last night in a Steelers game, okay? Some guy brushed another guy's helmet, and they threw the flag. They picked it up because they were fucking smart about it. But they had us a little bit nervous there. And it's really damning for the NFL and for fans like us, 60-year-old guys like me, that's been watching the game for so many years. When I'm watching Lawrence Taylor drag guys to the ground like a fucking ape, okay? And we don't have those kind of plays anymore. There's no way for you to tackle another grown-ass man in a fashion that's not going to hurt him. In that case, don't play fucking football. Play a different sport. Go sell fucking used cars or something, okay? I'm on the player side here, okay? I got issues with them and what the money they want and how they treat teams and what they do in the offseason. But on the fucking field, it's grown-ass men playing against grown-ass men. And I'll say that over and over and over again. And maybe one of the NFL referees will be listening to this and going, oh, Maybe we should do something before we piss off more guys like him. And I'm watching you, refs, okay? I'm a defulzio. We got certain ins in the league that you might not know about. But I would keep my eyes fucking peeled. Especially if you're going to throw flags against the Giants, okay? When it comes to roughing the passer. Okay? Why don't you sing him a fucking lullaby as you're tackling him to the ground? Give him a pillow to sleep on. In fact, buy his bus ticket for when he leaves. And goes visits his families. Okay? Do everything fucking. Do his fucking homework. Come on, NFL. That was a segment I call, I have a bone to pick. On to the next match here. Okay? I gotta catch my breath. On to the next game. And this was a stinker. This was the Oakland Raiders, the Oakland Grudens, and the Miami Dolphins. Okay? Uh, and I'm gonna make this one short and simple too. Okay, uh, if we're going to go talk about the Dolphins, which I admit have received a lot of shit on this show before, and I still don't completely buy into what they're doing. But I'm sure a lot of you guys, especially the Miami fans, are asking, okay, Anthony, which kind of Dolphins? I see that they're scoring the 3-0. Who should I have on the team? Well, I'll tell you last week, Ryan Tannehill had three touchdowns. You probably want him on a team. Uh, Albert Wilson had 74 yards and a touchdown. You probably want him on your team. And Grant, don't know the first name, didn't write it down, fuck him, 70 yards and two touchdowns, okay? That's double the touchdowns of Wilson. So if you got to choose between two, I choose Grant, but you want them on your team, okay? Now, conversely, on the other side of the ball, the Raiders are an absolute fucking mess. They're also winless. John Gruden traded away Khalil Mack. He's doing fucking damage on the Bears. Then he makes a comment about... There's not many good pass rushers in the league. To which I say, then why did you fucking trade him, you fucking moron? Okay? If you had to choose Raiders to drop, and there's a lot of them, okay? I would drop most of them. But especially, I would drop Amari Cooper, who had two catches for 17 yards. Okay? I think we're done with the Amari Cooper experiment. It worked for a while. And by a while, I mean one year. And now we're off with him. And uh, Des Bryant also had two catches for 30 yards. Okay, on the on the Raiders. So I drop him too. And Derek Carr played like a fucking car. Like he had fucking four doors for arms and legs. He had 39 dropbacks, 
345 yards, a touchdown, and two picks. Okay? And it's just not the kind of production I want on a fantasy quarterback. And certainly not the kind of production that Gruden was expecting to on this team. Okay? All right, next game. And I'm not going to go through every game because I don't want to keep you here very long. And because I'm also a little bit tired. Okay? I'm, I could be a little selfish here. I'm a little tired. Okay? Buffalo and Minnesota. What happened, Vikings? I saw you last week. You played hard against the Packers. What the fuck happened? It was like a fucking magic act. You guys were no-shows. Disappearing. What the hell happened? Bad fantasy day for the Vikings. Now they play the Rams on Thursday. What the fuck's going to happen with that? Okay. On the opposite side, was it a good day for the Bills? Sure it was. Should you pick up any of the players? Fuck no. I'll leave it at that. The battle for LA is next. I gotta say this, there's no weak links in the Rams, unless you're being nitpicky, okay? Roster everybody. Jared Goffs, Brandon Cookman, Todd Gurley, okay? Or is it Curly, like from the Three Stooges? Somebody get me the name on that. Gurley, with a G? Like Gurley, like Gurley fries. Okay, that's easy to remember. There's nothing wrong with the Rams. The Chargers were just outmatched, and the Rams are gonna continue to be the class of Los Angeles, uh, at least until something gets shaken up with the Rams. But Jared Goffs and Sean McVay are just an unstoppable duo. Might be the best coaching quarterback duo since Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Okay? Next next games I'm looking at, okay? The Bears and the Cardinals. Now, Bears, with Khalil Mack, I'm going to address you specifically. I lost my fucking bet because of you guys. I took six. You guys were supposed to give six points. You couldn't beat the fucking Cardinals or the worst team in football. You beat them by two, but you barely escaped. You gave up two quick touchdowns, okay? Unacceptable for the Bears. Mitch Trubisky looks fucking lost out there, okay? He looks like a fucking clown. And clown is a, is a word I reserve for people who really, really piss me off. And because Mitch Trubisky couldn't score enough points to have me cover the spread, I'm calling you a clown now. And you're now on my clown watch, okay? You're officially on my clown watch. And you don't want to be there. That's all I'll say. Bad things happen to people on my clown watch. Cowboys and Seahawks next game. Another bet I lost. And I should have fucking known. I really should have fucking known. I took the over on that game. The line was 41 and a half. They went up scoring 37. The Cowboys are driving down. It's Dak Prescott. He's starting to sling the ball, trying to finally find the rhythm. And he throws the ball, gets knocked up in the air, picked off by a Seattle Seahawks. I lose my fucking bet, okay? And now I learned something today. I learned not to bet the Cowboys for any particular reason. Ezekiel Elliott, non-factor. That line is terrible now. Dak Prescott, no show. He might as well have been in a Minnesota Vikings uniform on Sunday. Now they're talking about benching him? The Cowboys are a mess. I know I say that because I'm biased, because it's a division. But just watching them, if you're a Cowboys fan, you cannot be happy. They're two years removed from Tony Romo getting you to the playoffs every year. Sure, he lost in all the playoffs games. But it was still nice to be there, Okay. And now you got to wonder if Jason Garrett, the head coach, is going to get fired. I think he should. 
I thought he should have got fired 10 years ago. Was he coaching 10 years ago? I don't know. The fact of the matter is, he shouldn't be coaching anymore. And that's really it. Okay? I took the over because the Seahawks really needed a win at home. And they didn't have the greatest game, but they scored a respectful 24 points. A point margin, I should add, that the Giants also could have scored last week in order to beat the Cowboys. But we all know how that ended. One last thing about Dak Prescott that's going around in the news. He hasn't thrown over 150 yards in the past five games, I think. And that is pretty lousy. Cock Prescott, as his name is now to me. Okay? That's really all of it. Okay? Those were the games I wanted to talk about. There are a couple other ones, but do they even matter? Okay, the Patriots lost to the Lions. Everyone's ready to panic. Matt Patricia was the D coordinator last year for the Patriots. Now he's head coach of the Lions. He goes and beats the Patriots. Everyone's freaking out, okay? The Patriots are not as good as we all want them to be. But it's also September. So I'll address that situation when it becomes an actual situation. Because they still have Tom Brady, who is still the greatest, the greatest player of all time. Okay? All right. We're going to end this episode with a new segment I like to call Move Along. And these are players that, if you've had them on your fantasy team, you're going to want to get rid of them now. It's been three weeks. You're starting to get a feel for who these players are. And as this segment's titled, it's time to move along. And this song uh, came from my... I, I don't listen to this kind of music, okay? It's 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 my daughter's music, okay? It's hip-hop, bebop, whatever it is. It sounds like a bunch of children singing, which it probably is, a bunch of 12-year-olds, okay? But I thought it was a good segment song for this uh, because a lot of people know the song, okay? And I'm, I'm trying to get more people to listen to it. So please, hash, hashtag, move along, Okay? And uh, I'm going to list off five players that uh, might have gotten drafted early in your fantasy games. But now they should be released. Okay, number one. Move along. Derrick Henry running back for the Tennessee Titans. Okay, he was listed last week or two weeks ago as a chotable. I don't know the timeline. Uh, he didn't do very well. Got outclassed by Deion Lewis year in, year out. Okay. And uh, the Titans was a, was a kick fest last week. So all they did was do kickers. So you want to drop Derrick Henry. So Derrick Henry, move along. Number two, Chris Hogan, wide receiver for the Patriots. As I alluded to earlier, the Patriots are kind of in a pickle right now. Uh, I understand that they still have Tom Brady, the greatest of all time. He will get better. But right now, Chris Hogan with Julian Edelman coming back off a suspension hasn't really done much in his stead. Brady would rather look to Grunk and a bunch of his running backs in order to score touchdowns, okay? I'm not a fucking genius. I'm not a wizard, except when I want to be. But I'm just going by what I see on a game. And the stat line does not reflect very well for Chris Hogan. So, Chris Hogan, move along. All right, we got another running back on this one, and this one's for the Packers, and it's Jamal Williams, and uh, he was supposed to be the lead back for the the Packers this year, 
uh, coming out of the backfield. And that hasn't really panned out a ton. And it's just time for, for him to move along as well. Especially with uh, Aaron Rodgers not playing 100%. You'd figure to give more to the running backs. The running backs would produce. This one's a stinker. Fart him out. Shit him out. Move along. Okay, I'm going back to the Titans. And then I'm not talking about them ever fucking again. Okay? And uh, it's Corey Davis, who is a second-year wide receiver. Uh, just hasn't made a ton of noise. Of course, the Titans have been going back and forth between Blaine Gabbert and Marcus Mariota. Super Mariota, okay? And Corey Davis has not been a beneficiary of anything that's been happening on offense for the Titans. So I'm really letting go of all the Titans receivers and their running backs, as you could tell. But especially Corey Davis. I hate to say it, but drumroll please. Move along. All right, and the last player I got because of the Jimmy Garoppolo injury and because I think he's 98 years old, it's Pierre Garçon, okay? He's a journeyman receiver now. He hasn't gotten any looks this past couple of weeks from Jimmy Garoppolo. Now they're going to try out Colin Kaepernick or somebody for the San Francisco for now. I don't, I don't fucking know. Okay, they're doomed though. So you don't want any, really you don't want any 49ers. But especially Pierre Garçon, I must say to you, and I say it and I mean it, move along. So that was the week three recap, okay? And at the end of this, I'm going to try to incorporate more segments as we go along here. Uh, I just wanted to tease that uh, this coming week, I talked to my son's friends. Uh, they are the guys behind the Winning Ticket podcast. And they agreed to do a little bit of a collaboration podcast. Where we're going to talk about some fantasy X-Factors and some bets you're going to want to make for the upcoming week four games. And I'm very excited to have them. And we're going to make sure that we order a couple pizzas. I'm talking to you guys now. We're going to order a couple pizzas. Get some beers here, okay? Pesha, get out the good china too. I'll ask my wife to distribute some of that stuff. And give, give me that. Thank you. I'm going to start writing down the orders. We're going to have a nice little, little area here. Okay, and we're going to go over some winning tickets. And how to really maximize the potential of your fantasy rosters. Because, again, at the end of the day, I want to help you win. I'm a family man, okay? Anthony Refugio is here for you. So... Uh, with that said, we're gonna we're really excited for the next the next episode. And before I sign off, let me just give do a little music here. This is the bonus stat of the week, okay? And this is something if you're if you're really looking at the fantasy numbers, you're a numbers man. You're gonna want to know this. Calvin Ridley with his multiple touchdown game uh, with the Falcons this past week is now the third highest fantasy receiver after the first three weeks. Okay, had no catches the first game. Made a little noise last week. Now we're talking week three. He's got over 40 points. He's the third best receiver in fantasy. And that's fucking beautiful considering his production. So that's your bonus stat of the week. Okay. Again, like, subscribe, comment. If you got any bonus stats that you'd like to share with people, let me know. And I still want to do a fucking mailbag. So I need somebody to sponsor me. I need somebody to give me a fucking question to answer. All right. I don't want to ask again. 
This has been another episode of Wise Guy Fantasy Football. I'm on cloud nine because I love the Giants. And the Giants, please keep winning. And I also get Papa John's pizza when the Giants win. They do like a bite to get one. Maybe I'll do... I'll ask Papa John's to be a part of this. All right? Somebody get Papa John's on all of this.